Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Today's episode of Holy Shift is going to open up a conversation that I believe we must have because we must, if we're going to move with God, we must shift from law unto grace, from self unto spirit, from independence to total dependence and abiding in Him. If we are going to live as who we're meant to be, if we're going to move with God in this time of holy shift. So take a listen. I pray you'll share this with others and uh, help us to get out the message here at Tent Talk. Love you all. All right, here we are again. Holy shift. I tell you, this is becoming clear to me uh, in my own self again at New Depths. Because, you know, whenever you go to new depths, new levels, right, with God, old catcalls, old obsessions, old things are always going to try to revisit you. Remember, the enemy, though we have defeated him by the cross, um, meaning we've placed our trust in what Jesus has done, and that has defeated the enemy. Remember, you've outlived every problem you've ever had up to this point, right? And so the enemy does back up. Right? He knows when we stand in the finished work of Jesus, he knows that when we lean in and complete dependency, there's already been levels of holy shift in our life. But when it is time for a fresh shift, when it is time for uh, the deepening of our own maturing uh, with the Father, how many of you know, just like he did with Jesus, he just backs up, the devil does, for a more opportune time. And when it is time to transition and you are going from one place to another when things that God has put within you begin to show up. You begin to see possibilities. That transition time is a very, very key time. So the enemy, here he comes again. We don't want to be devil conscious, but we do have to be aware, right? I mean, let's have a little respect for the adversary. I mean, he has whipped us a few times, hasn't he? Right? But ultimately the absolute victory and triumph in Christ himself uh, now becomes ours as we continue uh, to stay with him and to lean into him and to abide in the one who is fully and totally victorious. So in this time of transition, old obsessions, old catcalls of the enemy, um, uh, old things and patterns um, and outside sources of shame and inward um, voices, if you will, of shame will try to hit you again because you're going into new territory. You're going into places you've never been, and here it comes. You're not going to know what to do. You're going to fail. People are going to find out you don't know anything. Uh, you were never made for greatness, what, whatever it is, whatever the whispers of war and however it is that they come to you, um, they'll come back. And you all might even feel as though, have I ever known anything? <laughs> have I ever walked in any of this? Because sometimes, again, we we think that this is like a cognitive war. Like we're just going to battle in our intellectual minds. No, there is the force of hell and the power of sin 
that still wages war against you in your members, right? And you, right, get to decide uh, on this side of the cross, uh, choose your master, right? And you lean into Holy Spirit, the superseding power, the person of Holy Spirit, and the power that he wields by the word that is Jesus and by the finished work of the cross, which is Jesus's work, and Holy Spirit begins to deal with uh, that power of sin. You, as the new man, get to decide. You're going to try to fight that yourself, right? Or are you going to lean in deeper? Remember, our belief here on Tent Talk is that uh, maturity is in direct proportion to our dependency upon God. It is not us becoming more self-assertive and more self-confident, right? Uh, more self-realization, more self-affirming. No, it is in Christ and in Christ only. And this is when he, in us, by his life and by the power of Holy Spirit, enables us to live the same as he did Jesus. So anyway, I'm, I'm reviewing a little bit. But, but here's what I want to say to you is that we need to understand at this new depth, new season you're going to need to be clearer and clearer on the holy shift from law and grace, the costly grace, the grace that's going to be working very deep in you. I'm not talking about some cheap grace, some cheap covering for sin, right? We're talking about the very enablement, the very ability of God himself within us to live as who we actually are. So I want to go back to Tower of Trying to Measure Up, uh, this book that I mentioned uh, in previous episode, and I just want to refer to it and just just share just this little bit with you, and then we'll come back in um, uh, in our next episodes to maybe talk a little bit more. So it says using the law correctly. We've already said that God didn't give the law so we could become right with Him through our own good behavior. Now I'd like to tell you the reasons why God did give the law. I believe it's important for you to grasp this concept fully. Otherwise, you may just agree with my statements, but go away with the sneaking suspicion that God is still waiting for you to goof up so he can scold and punish you. Actually, Scripture indicates three reasons why the law was given. They have to do with God's goal, which is to bring people into a relationship with himself. If the law does what it was given to do, then the establishment of a gift-based relationship between you and God will result. And that's exactly what Paul says. In Galatians 2.19, he says, For I, through the law, died to the law, that I might live to God. And in Romans 7.4, Likewise, my brethren, you have died to the law through the body of Christ, so that you may belong to another and in many translations, another is capitalized, that you may belong to another, to him. Close quotes. The greatest misunderstanding concerning the law comes in the area of our perception of its purpose. Somehow we continue to believe that the law is God's provision for people to live victoriously. But notice that in Romans 7, 4, Paul says the weight of the law is lifted by Christ, not by our own lawfulness. As a result of that misconception, 
coupled with personal shame and the drive to obey the law out of a sense of duty or fear, most people come to feel as tired and inadequate as they should be feeling. Oh my gosh, holy shift. See, so many times, and we said this in our previous episode, we're trying to alleviate all our feelings of inadequacy and shame, and I just can't do it, and it's just too much. Yes, my friends, it is, because we were never meant to produce our own life. If you're buckling under the weight of producing your own life or thinking that now the pressures and responsibilities of your new levels of life with the Father are just too much for you, yes, they are. Your sense of inadequacy is absolutely correct. And unfortunately, and I'm, I'm going to say this to the church, unfortunately, we keep trying to help people alleviate their inadequacy, alleviate their shame, or we use the law incorrectly <clears throat> and we use it as though it is that in telling people that God expects you to do this, so you better get to trying harder. You better make sure that you're doing it, right? And we preach to, quote, a church full of sinners, that's what we tell them, and tell them you better get on to living, right? It's impossible, my friends. It's impossible. And that is to be a part of bringing us into the good news of Christ in us. That's how it was always meant to be. Go straight back to the garden. The offer was come to the tree of life and eat and receive of us, live in oneness with us. But what did Adam and Eve choose? No, we're going to live independent. We think we can be God. We'll be omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. We will handle everything and boom, the bear trap snapped. My friends, we were never meant to carry the weight of our own life. We were never meant to have to earn love. Hmm? We were never meant to have to do all that. So those of you that are doing really, really good and you're full of self-confidence and full of that, I know it seems as though you're being very successful, but listen to me. If you find out that is not success, that is proof, right, of exactly what the real sin was, which is that I can live independent from God and be totally fine by myself. My friends, failure doesn't get any bigger than that. We've missed the entire point of our existence, which is him. Not how well you can do apart from him, not how well you can do for him. Hmm? He has determined that he being one with us, and us being one with him. That's what life was meant to be about. My friends, I'm here to say something to you that may seem wild to you, but the inadequacy and the tiredness that you are experiencing, you're meant to. It's proof to you that you're about to have the greatest deliverance of your life, an entirely new depths, holy shift. Because you're realizing there's evidence and now proof. I was never meant to carry all this. That tiredness is going to work for you. Why? Because Jesus said, hey, all you who are tired and weary, come to me. See, while you're doing great guns and everything is kicking and all your soulish juices are flowing and you are just being so successful and you are doing it and you are killing it and you are crushing it. 
Oh, my friends. Mm. It's, it's a deception because the enemy uses that as, as a deception to seduce us away from oneness. Look at how Jesus lived, my friends. If you are a Christ follower, if you are a Christian, look at how Jesus lived. Hmm? Fully dependent upon the Father, and he was glad about it. So we are in holy shift, and this is a major aspect of it, is to go from law and performance and bondage and independence into the fullness of grace, of real freedom and liberty, of absolute abiding oneness. Hmm? My friends, my friends, here we go. I pray that you're giving thought to this. Read the scripture where it concerns the law. Might be good to read Romans 5, 6, 7, and 8. And before you do, ask Holy Spirit to reveal to you what's necessary for you to know right now. We will continue this conversation and stay with him, my friends, during this time of Holy Shift, because actually it's going to go on and on and on. So let's learn from him how to abide and live for the reasons for which we were made. Love you all. Hey, everybody. Thanks for being on the episode with us today. I want to thank all the partners of Nancy McCready Ministries who make Tent Talk Podcast possible. If you are a partner, thank you. If you're not yet a financial partner with us, go to nancymccready.com giving and click the NMM Partner Giving button and become a one-time or monthly recurring partner with us. Any amount is, is definitely appreciated. We value those who make Tent Talk Podcast and all the other discipleship projects of NMM possible. Love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccready.com or follow her on social media at nbmccready.com.